from our studios in the Southern Food and Beverage Museum in New Orleans. Welcome to our special Louisiana Eats podcast series, Tammany Taste Quick Bites. I'm Poppy Tooker. St. Tammany Parish is filled with family-owned and family-focused businesses, which is exactly how I would describe Restaurant Cote and the Maple Room in Old Town Slidell. Chef Jeremy Riley and his wife Alyssa opened their family business almost 10 years ago, and while growing the restaurant, grew their own family as well, adding two children to the Riley family mix. We sat down with the ambitious young couple to learn the whole story. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was a troubled child, and she was a great child in high school. And, um, you know, her parents didn't really want us dating, so we had to do the whole Romeo and Juliet thing where we snuck around and, you know, did it the wrong we way. We definitely but, uh, did. <laughs> um, and then we went to college. And she went to LSU, and I went to Louisiana Tech. And after one year, she called me and says, no, I'm moving up to come live with you. And she did. Help you find your way. And she did. (laughs) And so we graduated. The rest is history. Yep. We graduated and then moved back to Slidell. And got married shortly thereafter. Immediately. Yep. How did you go into the restaurant business, Jeremy? Why has food been your life? Um... I started when I was 13 at a place called Dockside Seafood in Picayune, um, and they taught me a lot, but mainly work ethic. For a 5.15 an hour, they, they taught me how to work. Um, and so through that, I loved, uh, I mean, I did everything from grading seafood, fishing with them, you know, boiling and frying and all that. The whole process. Yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and that's what and they taught me. And it was a family-run business. Yeah. yeah. And they taught me to appreciate the process of it, you know, from the catching the fish, taking care of all parts of the fish, using it for stocks and, you know, trying to do minimal waste. Uh, then went to college, um, worked at a little, I don't, worked at a pizza joint in college. Um, learned a little bit there, though. Um, and I've just kind of, it's always just been in my uh, blood. It's, it's what I know. It's what I'm good at. Um, and so then I moved out to California for a little while, and my best friend called me and asked me to come help him with his failing restaurant. So I did and realized there was no hope in it. So then we proceeded to open up his newer restaurant. And then I was approached about this building that had been sitting there since Katrina. Yeah, in Old Town Slidell, and it was dilapidated and disgusting, but you could kind of see if you polished it up that it would be uh, be an old-school French Quarter look. And so uh, then my father-in-law knew that I was interested and kind of pushed me to go ahead and do it. And so at 26, I decided to open up Restaurant Cote in the Maple Room. And it's become your baby, your pride and joy. Yep. <laughs> you lost oh. a lot of time with family. <laughs> well, that was nine years ago. And the truth to the story is that there were other babies involved, too. Huh? There Alyssa. were. There were. There were two other babies, a little girl um, who is now 10. In Brooklyn. Fo- Brooklyn, yep. It's just like her daddy. <laughs> Very <laughs> strong-minded, but we keep her in check with that. And then um, Jameson, he's six. He'll be seven in September. 
Well, that is so lovely. A family business is a really great thing to have. Did the kids spend much time at the restaurant? Oh, yes. Brooklyn wants to be a bartender one day. <laughs> already, she is already wanting to serve she drinks. She does. She enjoys it a lot. She's more the people person. Jameson, he's. I guess Jameson will be more the business side of it, but Brooklyn is definitely the people person. Let's talk about Restaurant Cote and the Maple Room. Um Give us a visual of what it's like. What what are these two entities? Explain that. So, um, restaurant Cote is the word Cote is a Creole word. Um, I do some hog hunting. We sell hogs down to the Creole guys, and so you hear things in and out. My wife, I talked about wanting to do Creole things, and so she'd kind of found a good Creole French word for us, and it means at the home of. Um, so that's what Cote means? At the home of in oh, Creole that's French. that's charming. I had no idea. And the whole concept behind it is, yeah, we serve upper-class food. We serve nice food, but um, we don't want you to have to feel like you have to have a sports coat. You know, we want it to feel like you're at home just eating some good home-cooked food. Yep. Um, and so I had the restaurant side, um, and then I have the Maple Room, and I named the Maple Room the Maple Room is because I have a 43-foot bar that we built out of maple wood. And I wanted to separate the two entities because um, for Alyssa and I, when we come to New Orleans, we'll pick like five restaurants and go sit and get a cocktail and an appetizer to each and just eat our way through New Orleans. Well, we don't like sitting at tables. No matter how much the food costs, you know, we'll spend whatever we have to, but we want to sit at a bar. So that was the concept behind it. You could come sit at a bar and have the same quality food, quality cocktails, or if you wanted to be more intimate, um, you could sit in the restaurant and uh, have a little more intimacy where it's quieter and you know a little more formal. Have you found a difference between the clientele, those who gravitate oh, yes. to the Maple Room and those who want to eat at Restaurant Cote? Yeah, I would say there's a difference, um, but a lot of the clientele they use the Maple Room for their daily lunch and drinks and cocktails, and then they use the restaurant for, you know, their special events, their anniversaries, their birthday parties. You know, I learned early on that you can't just survive off of anniversaries and birthdays, and so um, with Wait. my menu, I tried to change, adapt, yeah, <laughs> make it yeah. make it what what you the know, people like, keep them coming back. Bar and grills are between nine and. $18 an entree and fine dining is 30 to $50 an entree. So I try to hit that middle ground, you know, between 17 and $35 an entree where people could eat there once a month and afford it instead of eating there once every year, every six months. Tell me some of the hit parades of the menu. What are the favorites at Restaurant Cote in the Maple Room? Um, brunch is a huge hit. Uh, I would say that's probably my top on the top list. M my mom and myself, we both enjoy it. Um, the chicken and beignets on the brunch menu. Chicken and beignets. I mean, you hear lots of, <laughs> lots of chicken and waffles. Well, how, how did you get chicken and beignets, Jeremy? So when I lived in Los Angeles, um, I lived in Inglewood, and we used to go to a place called Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And so that's where I kind of – so when I came home, um, and developing the menu, I had a great chef um, who's no longer with us, but uh, he was one of the greatest chefs I ever worked for. Mm -hmm. And um, me and him, I sat down with him, and 
you know, I just kind of went over what I wanted. I wanted to I wanted to do plays on things. Everything's already been done. You know, Trout Almadine's already been done. All this stuff's been done. So all we can do now is is do our own version of them and, and make our own style of it. And so you just start thinking about New Orleans. Instead of chicken and waffles, it was chicken and beignets, um, which is I've had that on the menu since day one. Yeah. And never came off. That <laughs> sells like crazy. Um but I also have uh, like spiced apple stuffed pork chop that's wrapped in bacon, and I do a sweet mashed potato puree with cayenne pepper and brown sugar. That's one of my biggest sellers. I don't do a lot of fried food. There's a huge fried food industry in Slidell, and I made the decision when I opened that I'm not going to compete with po' boys and fried shrimp platters. So um, my grilled fresh fish dish I do over a fresh corn succotash uh, with a lobster butter. So I try to stay away from fried foods. Um, and Spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, pop, <laughs> Watch Popeyes, out, Popeye. They, uh, I know, there was. I went from selling like maybe 10 to 20 a week before Popeyes. And after Popeyes, I probably sell 100 <laughs> a week. Uh, they did. That was the best advertisement I could ever had was Popeyes. They did great. <laughs> they were great for me. But um, so, yeah, I stayed away from the fried food. And, and so my gimmick's always been that. I don't have anything frozen. Um, I grow some of the vegetables in my backyard. I have a garden behind the restaurant um, that I grow some of our vegetables in. I don't use anything in a freezer. Um, I only have a freezer strictly for my bars to uh, have ice cubes and stuff like that. Um, and I try and get all my product from within 60 miles of my front door. So I don't use like a Cisco or a big distributor. I use all local people, local farmers. Tell me about your time in that garden behind the restaurant because, you know, Lord, being a chef and restaurateur is a full-time job and then some. There must That must be a special time for you when you can make time to go out into your garden. A lot of um, chefs that I've worked for and met um, have really big personalities and like to yell a lot and um, get pretty agitated and so I'm not a big screamer and so that's when I'm frustrated that's a uh, I can just go pick dead leaves off a tomato plant and calm my soul a little bit um, because like you said earlier we're all pretty level-headed normal humans but things can trigger you and that garden's very good like all right I can go calm down think about this before I make a drastic decision and make a mistake possibly now, Alyssa, you are a wife and partner in every way, but you actually have a different career. I do. I'm a nurse um, at a local hospital in Covington, St. Tammany. Um, I've been there altogether 11 years, um, so pretty much right out of college while he was he likes to call me the breadwinner for the first three years because I 100%. made the money while he was putting his restaurant together, but you're right. We, we do work alongside each other, and I kind of stay the silent partner, more customer, quality control, try out the different things. But I do try to stay with them for advice, and he comes to me a good bit for those things. I mean, what a wild, wild nine years you all have had. You become the manager of the ER. Yes. You've got two kids. You're running the restaurant. Yes. You, you have all that COVID fun. It's been quite a time, huh? It has. We uh. COVID was interesting for both of us because we realized that um, we kind of got different perspectives on the, how people were during COVID. Uh, I saw how it affected the restaurant business. He saw how it, we were affected in healthcare. So 
it kind of gave us a different view on di- on the whole COVID pandemic itself. Yeah, we, you know, from being a nurse, she understood that you can't just shut down all small businesses because, I mean, really, even in Slidell, we really do uh, employ a large percentage of our, you know, middle age crowd. Um, but at the same time, I'm listening to all the other restaurant owners saying we need to get back to normal and all this. And I'm looking at her in the ER where they don't they have beds sitting outside and they're making the gift shop into a bedroom, you know. And so it was, it was very neat to have that perspective instead of other, just yeah. having that ignorant, extreme idea of how it should be. Tell me how the restaurant works on a day to day basis for how you operate as a family. When are the times that your kids come to the restaurant? And what do they do when they're there? Let, let's talk about that family experience at Restaurant Cote. So typically, <clears throat> I get up and I run lunch shift, um, usually by myself. Um, if I have an employee at the time, they'll help me. But usually, I'll run lunch shift. Uh, then I get a break from 3 to 5, and I have my, I guess you would consider him my sous chef, come in at 3 o'clock to prep for dinner service. And so I get kind of a break between three and five, and she typically comes home from the hospital. And so her and I will meet for a cocktail and for about an hour, and then I'll go back to the restaurant for dinner service. She'll get the kids, and then they'll come up there and spend, you know, an hour or so with me. Brooklyn always likes to open daddy a beer or, you know, <laughs> she's just, she wants She's our resident open. bartender. Yeah. She, she goes out and she talks to all the customers. Everybody loves them. You know, our kids really are like a fixture in our little establishment. They enjoy it. Yeah. They're so, proud of, proud of what we have. And anytime, if you meet Brooklyn, she'll tell you all about Restaurant Cote. So she really enjoys it. And then Jameson, he's more our quiet child. So he comes in, gets his crackers from the back, <laughs> tells his dad, hey, and then kind of goes on to himself, though. Well, we know Brooklyn's mixing drinks. Is, is anybody trying to help you out in the kitchen? Anybody looking like they're food interested? No, you know, growing up Brooklyn as a young child, she would walk through the kitchen and anything you handed her, she would eat. Hand her a spoonful of gumbo, hand her anything she would eat. As she's grown older, she's kind of, I guess, developed her own palate. So she's not as open-minded. But I was raised in the car industry, and I promised myself I would never work in the car industry. And I'm raising my kids in the restaurant industry, and I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want you guys in this. So You, <laughs> you know, see all the bads of it. Yeah, and, I mean, it is. It's hard. And there's a lot of things that happen in the restaurants, and it's an interesting environment at times. And so I, if, if my daughter wants to do that, that's fine. But culinary-wise, I unfortunately, culinary is not taken as um, – proud I don't know the word I'm looking for but it's not as a prideful thing as it used to be you know back in the 90s early 2000s people were proud to be in the kitchen people took pride in their jobs people and now it's it's a different um, employment market and so watching the line cooks not the chefs of the world and so watching where it's going you know I don't the Food Network kind of makes it a little bit more uh, unrealistic glamorous absolutely you didn't go to culinary school no, I, no. I always think about all those kids who think they're going to culinary school and then they're going to get on the food network and that's going to be their life and it is so 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 not 
You learned on the job. On the job, um, I had a, my mom was the worst cook in the world. Um, and I hope she hears this because I remind her every time. She's horrible. <laughs> um, but my great grandma, uh, my grandpa, all my hunting camps, I just learned. I was, even to this day, even with my staff, I don't think I know it all. Um, if they have an idea, I'm, I'm always wanting to talk about it. And, you know, maybe I'll use it, but. Even um, your customers, we yeah. get a, we we go thrive off of feedback, so we try to. In, uh, I've always, I've never thought I knew it. I've always tried to just uh, listen and learn, mm -hmm. and so throughout my steps of life, throughout my different phases, I've just taken a little bit of knowledge from every person I could and used what was good of it and learned from the bad of it. Mm -hmm. Well, with Restaurant Cote being such a family experience for your family. I imagine that makes it that way for a lot of other families too. Do you you see families in your restaurant much? And so, do you have any tales like that to tell me? Well, so the Maple Room, <clears throat> even though you look at it as a bar, it's actually family friendly. I have the entire building under a restaurant permit, and so St. Patrick's Day, all these, we do a lot of block parties. So I'm the only place in Old Town that looks like a that looks like a bar, but is um, actually like a family friendly bar so yeah all of our regulars have our kid all of our kids are friends with our regulars kids so we all know each other all our regulars kids come in there they bring them after school you know because they want to you know a cocktail for the ride home and their kids want a burger because they just got out of school and so you know we know a lot of our regulars kids they come through there and all the holidays um, that we throw events for they always bring their families and the regulars have become friends who have become family we, yeah we so y'all are serious North Shore folks. Tell me why St. Tammany Parish is has always been your first choice. I think it's between the bayous, the crawfish. We can come 30 minutes one way, we get New Orleans, which is amazing. 30 minutes the other way towards Mississippi, we get the beaches, which is amazing. So we like to kind of mix that culture over. around. Yeah, we, we have moved to South Carolina. We've lived and in we've North Arkansas. And we've always come back to Slidell. And uh, we like other places, but we tend to just come back to South Louisiana. We, we enjoy it. And Slidell is kind of like us. It's um, very blue collar. Um, it's, you know, it's not, you know, our... Uh, Average income probably isn't the best, but it's we, we relate with blue-collar people because mm -hmm. that's who we are. I mean, we we work very hard to get what we have, and so we respect that out of our customers. And you That's know. a wonderful thing. It's yeah. just a wonderful thing. This has been such a treat getting to know you all. Thank you so much for bringing your great story to us here at Louisiana Eats. Thank we, you. We're going to come see you soon. Thank yep. you. Thank, Thank you. you. That was Jeremy and Alyssa Riley of Restaurant Cote and the Maple Room in St. Tammany Parish's Old Town Slidell. It's time for the Tammany Taste of Summer, which runs annually from August 1st through September 15th. As always, Restaurant Cote is participating with a special three-course dinner for two Priced at just $39.99. That's right, dinner for two, $39.99. This year, Chef Jeremy's menu choices include shrimp with a cognac cream reduction, Louisiana frog's legs bordelaise, 
blackened drum with a southern pecan beurre blanc. And for dessert, everybody's favorite bananas foster bread pudding. Over 50 St. Tammany businesses are participating this year, delivering delicious deals on dining, hotel stays, exciting attractions, and more. With your Tammany taste of summer pass, every time you check in at a participating establishment, you get closer to winning. The first 150 people to redeem at five or more businesses wins a coaster set from local artist Christina Papillon. And there's a grand prize for the top Summer Pass participant. One lucky winner will choose from a boat tour on the Chifuncta River or dinner for four at a participating Tammany Taste of Summer restaurant. To learn more and sign up for your own pass, visit TammanyTaste.com. Big thanks to our sponsor, the St. Tammany Parish Tourist Commission. Stay, play, and get away on the Louisiana North Shore. Discover the bounty of the bayou and rich culture from award-winning chefs, soulful mom-and-pop restaurants, extraordinary bakers, and creative mixologists. Request the free Explore the North Shore Visitor Guide today for inspirational stories, custom itineraries, and event information at louisiananorthshore.com slash guide. This podcast was produced by Reggie Morris for Poppy Tooker Broadcasting.